Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT episode 561, NXT UK episode 93, SmackDown episode 1082, and... 205 Live, episode 179. So, um, obviously, that long list of shows, uh, I've fallen a bit behind on uh, staying up to date on the podcast, because also I need to uh, still uh, record my episode talking about the Survivor finale. Um, However, I think that could be the last... um, like really extensive episode um that i do on here for a while uh as i've gotten really into this part of the reason why i fell behind on on uh, this episode um is i have been streaming on twitch so i'm gonna start right off the bat promoting that twitch channel twitch.tv slash the demon jackal t-h-e-d-e-m-o-n-j a-C-K-A-L. Um, and I am mostly playing... Every morning I'm playing WWE Supercard, which um, I've been playing for a couple of years now. Um, I'm not all maxed out or anything like that, so there's always uh, progress to me to be made in the game for me. Um, and that's it's been a lot of fun. And I've been uh, doing it every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern standard time or eastern daylight savings whatever time um so uh go and uh if you're interested in that uh head over to twitch and follow and uh i'll be talking uh i mean i'll probably like repeat myself a lot between the podcast and that and vice versa but um it's a lot of fun interacting with people because i do i i do that live and i don't save it I mean, it's saved as much as it is on, as long as Twitch is okay with keeping it, it's saved on there, but I don't save, uh, like, a local copy of the streams or anything. Um, so uh, it's a lot of fun just uh, interacting with people with, uh, in the chat primarily and, uh, you know, getting more and more people interested. And then uh, once things, like, when people start talking to each other, that's pretty cool, where it's like, oh, they they don't even... I guess it's not really that cool. They like, they stop caring what I'm talking about and they're just chatting with each other in the chat. But that's a cool thing. It's bringing people together. And they may may not have ever been talking about WWE or Supercard uh, with each other, if not for the channel. So go check it out. Twitch.tv slash the Demon Jackal. All right. So lots and lots of stuff. Um, this episode of NXT I watched in two parts because the first half... Um, uh, because of Survivor, the finale was the same night, and so I watched the first half of NXT, switched over to Survivor, and then afterwards watched the second half of NXT. And um, I wasn't really uh, uh, too bothered about uh, seeing this episode live, except for what I am thankful is the opening match, because it was Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher versus imperium fabian eichner and marcel bartel for the uh for the tag team championships and imperium won i was really hoping that would happen i was really excited that would happen and it and it happened because timothy thatcher just got fed up with matt riddle's 
uh, uh, nonsense. I may want to use a different word that I was going to say shenanigans, but I don't think they would really uh, qualify as shenanigans. That seems like he's a troublemaker. Uh, I'd say he's more of a goof, a goof off. That he's not pranking so much as he's just being uh, a real goofball. Goofball. That's another one. Another good word. Um, it's worth noting, I think, that um, Byron joined Mauro Ranallo and Beth Phoenix on commentary uh, for this week and possibly next week, however many episodes that they did. Um, and I don't know if... Uh, no, because Tom Phillips is on Raw, so I think he's... He, he's he's been around all right um 205 live skipping ahead uh it was Corey graves and byron saxton i think it was if i remember correctly i didn't type i didn't yeah it's graves and saxton and great thing about it um i recommend watching 205 live on the wwe network um because it's only a half hour because it's only the two original matches if you watch it on on hulu um, I haven't double checked it for this episodes, but for other episodes I've checked out on there, uh, since, uh, the regular, the live episodes have been only a half hour, the quote unquote live, um, they add in highlights from raw and SmackDown to, to bring it up to like 45 minutes, um, for television, wherever that, wherever that's used for television. Uh, so I recommend checking out on the WWE Network. It's the original half-hour version that debuted on the network. But um, anyhow, 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 um, uh, Riddle and Thatcher get into a brawl backstage, and then uh, Matt Riddle skypes uh, skypes William Regal using Zoom, and he asks him uh, for he gets a match with Timothy Thatcher for later in the night and that is the main event but i'll get to that eventually um after this we had tegan Knox versus indy hartwell and tegan Knox won that match uh Rhea is sickened that charlotte is champion as are many many people myself included a little bit maybe um and we will get io shirai versus Rhea ripley next week that'll be great um uh, like I said, William Regal makes that Riddle versus Thatcher match for tonight. Uh, we had a Block A uh, tournament match for the Cruiserweight title, uh, inter- interim Cruiserweight title. Uh, Tony Nese versus Jake Atlas. Uh, Jake Atlas won to bring his his record to uh, two to one, which um, might knock out Drake Maverick, but. Um, It'll be uh, it'll come down to the final match because it's Drake Maverick versus uh, Kushida, and Kushida has a perfect record right right now. So if Drake Maverick wins, then I I don't know how how it works because Jake Atlas beat Drake Maverick, but Drake Maverick will have beaten Kushida, and Kushida will have beaten Jake At- Atlas. It, so and all three of them would be at two to one uh a record of two and one so will they need to do a triple threat between the three of them um to determine what's going to happen and if so tony niece is going to get involved and like mess everything up because he's he'll be bad that he's the only one out of his block to get in there 
So anyway, I we'll we'll find out. I don't, I have no idea how that'll be handled. Uh, they've just said it, it would be determined by the the head to head record, but head to head record is a uh, a rock paper scissors situation if Drake Maverick wins against Kushida. Uh, anyway, Kyle O'Reilly uh, joins a, a a conference call with uh, the rest of Undisputed Era, and he called him Dexter Lunis. He said, okay, who's going to take care of this Dexter Lunis guy? And everybody on the count of three says their pick, and they all say Roderick Strong. So in the near future, we're going to get to see Roderick Strong versus Dexter Lunis. Or Loonies? Maybe he said loonies. Um, then we had a, a very weird Carrion Cross and Scarlet perfume commercial. Uh, the perfume is probably called Fall and Pray. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. It wasn't as cool as their entrance last week, but for like its own thing, not bad. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel uh, have a video package there in that uh, they say that they're in the Hurt business. And the and business is good. I I don't think they said and business is good. They said something like that, but not actually. And business is good. Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott has a lot of confidence going into his uh, uh block B match for the interim cruiserweight title tournament. Uh, D Generation X, Shawn Michaels, and uh, Triple H. They announce they have a special announcement from the control room that uh coming up is the 25th anniversary of the very first in your house pay-per-view and therefore june 7th is that a sunday sunday june 7th whatever time of day it is nxt takeover in your house and they said it was they said something about being the last one or something i don't understand I don't know what that was, what what that meant. But I'm excited that this is one that is occurring. Uh, it'll be great. Um, Cameron Grimes faced off versus Finn Balor, and then it was revealed uh, during the match because he kind of helped Cameron Grimes win. Uh, Damian Priest was the attacker of Finn Balor a few weeks ago, uh, not carrying cross like it kind of seemed like it was. Um, but this makes, uh, makes more sense, even more sense. Very interesting. Then we had Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Jack Gallagher. Uh, Jack Gallagher won after, uh, niece came out and got involved. He attacked Swerve. I forget if that was during the match or afterwards, but, um, oh, it was during the match because Jack Gallagher was kind of loving it. He's like, ah, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. Actually, he may, uh, it might have been before the match even started, now that I think of it. So Jack Gallagher gets the win, um, uh, ruining Isaiah Swerve's shot at being in the uh, in the final, I think. Because um, I think that brought his record to one to two. Maybe? I'm not sure. He definitely beat Tony Nese. No, Tony Nese is in the other block. He's in the other block. Uh, Jack Galler, Gallagher would have had a, a, a perfect bad record, but he picked up the win here. 
Um, and uh, Akira Tozawa faces off against Phantasma next week. Um, and uh, it's uh, Phantasma is sitting at two and zero, I think, or maybe one and one. While Tozawa is uh, sitting with a perfect record so far, two two and zero. So we'll see if he can pull that off. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Caden Carter face off against Aaliyah. Aaliyah is trying to impress the Robert Stone brand. And by the Robert Stone brand, I mean the Robert Stone who is there watching. And after the match, uh, which Aaliyah lost, uh, Sto- uh, Aaliyah was like trying to grab on her like, oh, please let me be a part of your brand, maybe. And Robert Stone is like, nah no 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 thank you and like removed her hand from his arm and then was on his way but hey i think she has some potential in the robert stone brand maybe uh maybe maybe he'll bring in uh the tag the full tag team vanessa born and Aaliyah together i think they they work they work better as a team than uh Aaliyah does uh solo and I definitely think that Aaliyah is better as a team with Vanessa Bourne than she would be with Chelsea Green. Uh, Chelsea Green does not need a partner at all. A manager, very, very, uh, it's a great addition, especially since that manager is Robert Stone. But a tag team partner, nah. Chelsea Green, flying solo. Flying fly so- solo. There we go. I don't know. Um, then we had another uh, Gargano family dinner uh, talking about how Keith is nothing and that Mia Yim is pathetic and that it just makes sense that they hang out together. Um, next week, we have uh, Phantasma versus Tozawa, as I mentioned, Kushida versus Maverick, as I also mentioned, and Rhea Ripley versus Yoshirai, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, and then our main event timothy thatcher versus matt riddle uh matt riddle wins via sort of war uh roll up uh it's like a uh and then um timothy thatcher is very angry and attacks matt riddle afterwards and gets him into the fujiwara arm bar and riddle is trying to tap out but it's not a match so the referee is like well i I mean he's not breaking a rule as far as like ending a match or whatever so like i can't it doesn't seem like i can force him to stop so there you go. That was NXT. Then on NXT UK, we had four matches picked by uh, NXT UK superstars. Um, first up, we had Eddie Dennis pick Owen Hart versus Davey Boy Smith from March 3rd, 1997. This was the inaugural match for the European title, uh, which Davey Boy Smith won. Uh, so that was a really cool match. Uh, Candy Floss picked Paige versus AJ Lee from raw 2014 the day after wrestlemania um which i don't think i had ever actually seen the the match itself but i have seen fighting with my family um the film based on uh the the documentary that was about uh page and her family Uh, i forget the full name of that document but fighting fighting with my family is like the subtitle of that documentary i forget what the rest of the title is but um, yeah, actually seeing it, it was a it was a little bit it, it was a lot shorter than I thought it would be. Uh, but 
now the movie makes a bit more sense from what I remember because I thought the the movie was kind of strange uh, in that part. Um, also, she didn't have the NXT championship with her when she did that. She was the NXT champion, NXT women's champion. Uh, they didn't even mention it in the movie. And I mean, they recreated it with the, the actors, uh, including Tia Trinidad, a.k.a. Zelina Vega, who played AJ Lee um, in the movie. But uh, yeah, so they, they never ever mentioned page being the nxt champion um in the movie they it just went straight to her going to raw and beating aj so yeah uh primate picks uh, uh dave masters versus dave mastiff versus jordan devlin from uh november 1st 2019 and then uh which jordan devlin insane i don't think i had seen this match before jordan devlin won that match that's it was crazy and it was it it was not unbelievable it was unbelievable but it was also believable great match um and then trent seven picks another amazing match mustache mountain versus the undisputed era from june 19th 2018 when they won However briefly, however brief this title reign was, I think it was like a week, but they won the NXT Tag Team Championships, and it was awesome. And then uh, in the rematch, which was like the next week or like a week, uh, another week after that, um, that was uh, a pretty. There's a lot of. Uh, it was pretty notable match with how the the crowd at Full Sail was just chanting undisputed mustache mountain like the entire time and it did not die down one bit which i will i i don't blame them at all because that was an awesome match and both those teams are awesome uh so yeah those were the picks that were played on nxt uk this week all right, so I'm going to skip ahead to 205 Live because it is more closely related to NXT than SmackDown these days. Um, so if you watch on the network, like I said, it's only 25 minutes and you get it's the whole thing at 25 minutes is these two matches. First, we had Tyler Breeze versus Tahuti Miles. Um is great to see both of these guys in action. I'm not sure if we've seen Tahuti Miles on 205 Live yet. This might have been his uh, 205 Live debut. Uh, but Tyler Breeze won that match via the Unprettier. And then we got Tony Nese versus Jack Gallagher, the two originals who had the worst records in the Cruiserweight Championship interim whatever t- tournament go up against each other, and Tony Nese still can't get a win. Still can't get a win. They're not friendly to each other, even though Tony Nese just helped Jack Gallagher finally win a match. Uh, but his his whole motivation for that is because uh, in an interview, Swerve was saying, like, if you, if you can't even get one win in this tournament, then what are you even doing in 205 Live? What are you even doing wrestling? So Tony, Tony Nese really took offense to that that's why he attacked him 
in his match against Jack Gallagher. But uh, Jack Gallagher won via rolling elbow. And Tony Nese can't be feeling too great about that. Before I talk about SmackDown and speaking of SmackDown, so those were the two matches from 205 Live. Um, last night I watched uh, the uh, the new Netflix film starring David Spade and Lauren Lapkus um, called The Wrong Missy. And it's about um, uh, it's it's about a middle aged guy who's single. He recently was broken up with with his, uh, uh, by his uh, his fiance. His fiance left him, and now she's with another guy, and they work together kind of. And it's all very awkward. But um, he's like try- he's he's trying to get back out there, trying to find uh, true love and whatnot, and he goes on this disastrous blind date um with uh lauren lapkus's character missy i forget what david spade's character is called um (laughs) what uh his character is named or called called is correct also um but it's a whole thing so this movie was produced by um happy madison i think i'm pretty sure that is part of the whole happy madison netflix partnership to make millions of movies for the next century but um like a lot of these movies it's like it's very largely uh an excuse to go to like a really nice place to vacation (laughs) um and adam Adam sandler has admitted as as much uh with uh what was that what was that um the movie with drew barrymore where they they're both divorced and they uh, have kids and they go on to the go to a retreat thing at the the, at some resort it's like it's totally just an excuse to go to a really nice place to hang out and have fun while you make a movie this one is the same his company is going goes on a retreat to hawaii and um he invites uh he invites an, another character named Melissa which they're both named Melissa or Missy and uh he he gets a text from her and thinks that um he gets a text and thinks that it's her because he met her at the airport and whatnot and um as it turns out he was actually texting the nightmare blind date Lauren Lapkus. But anyway, this is wrestling related because in the opening scene and hijinks ensue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really, there's, uh, there's really bad language throughout this film. It's super crude, really some really gross stuff in there. It's really stupid. Um, it is not a movie that's safe for like anybody under the age of 30 to watch probably. <laughs> But seriously, no kids should watch this movie until, I mean, parents should watch the movie first or don't watch, nobody watch the movie. But if you do want to watch the movie, don't let kids watch it. Anyway, the point is in the opening scene, uh, David Spade has a run in with a guy at, uh, I forget what the, the, the catalyst for this interaction was, but uh, he gets in kind of an argument with a guy at the bar uh, before his blind date. And the guy at the bar is Roman Reigns. 
And he stands up and he's like, just towers over David Spade. He's like, oh, no, no, there's not a problem here. And then, uh, like, towards the end of the blind date, Lauren Lapkus, his character Missy, is like, she's, she's like, yells a lot and is really crass and uh, has, like, no filter at all. But she gets into a yelling match across the bar with Roman Reigns. And it's great. He's not Roman. He's not. He's. He's not playing himself. Let me make that clear. Because at the towards the end of the movie, there is somebody who is playing themselves, and it ha- kind of mirrors the beginning of the movie. But it's actually somebody being themselves, not playing a character like Ro- Roman Reigns is. Also, uh, Jorge Garcia is in the film, which is awesome because he he appears. <laughs> he appear. Okay, they're flying to Hawaii. Lost was filmed in Hawaii, and also uh, this his character Jorge Garcia appears in the airplane scene. And that um, I didn't think about it at the time, like oh, this disaster is going to be turned into Lost all of a sudden. But now that I think about it, like oh, that's a, that's a great Easter egg there. That's really fun and gross. That whole part of the movie is gross. Uh, that whole movie is gross. Don't watch this movie. It's gross. But it's fun. It's funny. And it's gross. Don't watch it. But check it out. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Smackdown really quick. Uh, so the news broke before this episode aired. Actually, like a couple days before this episode aired. That uh, Sami Zayn would not be uh, the Intercontinental Champion be- anymore. Because uh, he, he uh, doesn't want to risk his health. Uh, from what I understand, it's because he doesn't want to wrestle during uh, the pandemic. Um, and so, he's been stripped of the title. Instead of saying that the title is vacant, it was said about 10 times throughout this episode that the Intercontinental Championship is being held in abeyance, which is a phrase I had never heard before. But uh, abeyance means uh, a, a state of disuse or something like that. So anyway, that's why that's the the name of this episode because that also kind of describes this podcast for the last few days uh, since I last recorded about uh, about uh, Raw from this past week. So anyway, uh, we open up with the Miz TV episode with Otis. Uh, Miz and Morrison try to convince him to uh, give them the contract. But then ask what is in there aside from the contract. He said, oh, there's some Rolaids and gas X and some bratwurst in case they get hungry later. Um, and so uh, Miz and Morrison, they challenge him to a tag team match. But Tucker is feeling sick or, or something. He's not be able to be there. And so Otis has to search for a replacement partner to take on Miz and Morrison. Uh, there's no real stipulation stipulation for the match. Other than just pride, I guess. Um, Intercontinental Championship Tournament match Elias versus Baron Corbin, in which Elias wins. Uh, after this, Otis asks Sheamus if uh, he'll be his partner, and Sheamus is not a chance fella. And Mandy Rose suggests, hey, you should ask Braun Strowman. And Otis says, oh, you're a genius. Or whatever his voice sounds. Um, the hacker appears. It's the same uh, promo uh, uh, video from uh, Money in the Bank. 
I'm pretty sure it's exactly the same video, but played here on Fox in case people didn't get to see it at Money in the Bank. Um, then we have Naomi versus Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke wins, and uh, maybe she has some momentum to go after uh, after a championship or the tag team championships if she finds a partner or whatever she does. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Then we had Charlotte appear. Um, they said something about it's a rare time of year or four times a year. I don't know. I didn't understand what they were saying. Um, but uh, she she says that people just want more Charlotte Flair. So that's why she's working all three brands. So Bailey and Sasha come out. Uh, they try to get Charlotte to leave. But Charlotte is very intent on getting Sasha to turn on Bailey talking about why are you okay with being in Bailey's shadow now? Because we were the ones who did all these firsts, all the, the first main events of on raw, the first main events of pay-per-views. It was you and me, not Bailey. Why are you okay with this? And Bailey wouldn't let Sasha talk. So, uh, she, she's, uh, creating the cracks finding the cracks whatever she's doing that seems to be her her only goal being here on smackdown and next week we will see champion versus champion charlotte versus bailey um on smackdown next week uh we had a video from uh sons of anarchy or forgotten sons um, they said they were they were not uh, welcomed back with welcome arms, and so they're going to answer with closed fists. Then we had another Intercontinental Championship tournament match, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Uh, Daniel Bryan won it via the heel hook, and this match was, was fantastic. Go watch. This is, I'd say this is the, the must-see match of the week. And that brings us to the main event uh braun Strowman answers the call from otis and uh teams up with him to fight miz and morrison uh braun Strowman pins morrison after uh that running power slam uh there's also very awkward double caterpillar of course otis's caterpillar was pristine perfect fantastic bronze was like uh it it was it was kind of like a, a small child trying to do push-ups when they don't understand what push-ups actually are. It was that same sort of thing, <laughs> but it was still really funny to watch. So there you go. Uh, oh yeah, after the match, after the match, I'm gonna forget this. Um, Braun Strowman was suspicious of Otis that uh, he is just an excuse to get him out in the ring with a referee there so they could cash in that briefcase and win the title off of Braun Strowman. Um, Otis assured him, no, I'm not going to do that. I just need a partner. I want to team up with you. All that. So after the match, after they won, Braun Strowman had his back to Otis and Otis had put down the briefcase and they were starting to sneak up on Braun. And then Braun Strowman turned around and Otis was like, no, no, I'm just kidding. It was just a joke. Uh, and then Mandy Rose came into the ring and he, they embraced and all that. And it was all all happy happiness from there on. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting if Otis does ever actually cash in on Braun Strowman or if he'll cash in on The, on the Fiend, uh, if The Fiend gets another crack at Braun. Um, 
or well, the fiend will get his first crack at Braun uh, if Bray Wyatt gets another. So um, yeah, we'll see uh, how all of that goes down. Uh, the main thing that I'm looking forward to on Raw uh, this evening, I'm recording this on Monday, early Monday afternoon, but the main thing I'm looking forward to on Raw is Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, I I think there's a, there's a strong chance that the Iconics can win. They won last week in the non-title match, but a lot of times that means that the, then they won't win the actual title match. Um, and in kayfabe, to explain to explain that, I would say they're able to win, and therefore the champions were able to suss out what they were going to do to win, and now they're prepared to counter counteract that. So it does make sense most of the time if that's the case. But also only if they win because they demonstrate that they've learned the weaknesses or what to be prepared for from their previous match, which sometimes that isn't, uh, that isn't demonstrated, but anyway, uh, all right. Well, that's, yeah, that's it for all of last week's stuff. Uh, let me know what you thought about all of it by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen, stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW podcast. Bye.